I'm recording. Oh, cool. I am recording, too. Hello, wingers. Hello. How's everybody doing this week? Hope you're all getting as excited as we are about this weekend's festivities. Ah! (laughs) If you're not listening to this in real time, we're not talking about whatever your weekend plans are. We are talking about, of course... The West Wing reunion at the ATX Festival in Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, Sally and I will be in attendance. And if you Very guys, excited. if you guys are going to be there, please hit us up. We'd love to say hello if you want to. If that's a thing. Yeah. Um, we're, <laughs> if we're, you want to. we're on Facebook. It's like circle yes or no. Um, we're on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter at Winging It Pod, or you can email us at the West Wing Podcast at gmail.com. But first. Besides talking about that, we are going to talk today about the episode Disaster Relief. Yes. Yeah. Season six, episode six. Season five. Se- dang it. Season. Uh, I'm really good at talking about. <laughs> You're aging the West us. Wing. I know. I'm tired. Um, it's yeah. been a really interesting afternoon. I just rewatched it again uh, this afternoon and then I hopped Ooh. on Twitter and was tweeting with many of you fine folk about your thoughts about the episode so i'm excited to dive in and chat about it so be good would you like to sing yes duh okay just imagine like you're playing netflix and then like the the cold open just fades to black and here it comes do do bit quicker i think perfect, perfect. <laughs> it's i wonder what the odds are that we can get all the cast members to do that with us. oh my gosh i mean that's really what i want but i feel like some people are not as comfortable with that should we ask dule do you think dule would do yeah it? i think dule would do it we only have a short we have a shorter amount of time with him so we might need to uh just <laughs> overdub it yeah maybe try to get him to do that okay. while we're setting up i don't know yeah okay so disaster relief um, yeah. For some people, this episode doesn't feel like relief of disaster. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't imagine. I don't know, but uh, it does seem to be a very polarizing episode. Let's just give a brief yeah. TikTok recap of what happens, shall we? Yeah. Yes, we shall. So there has been a tornado, and the president is going in Oklahoma, and the president is going there to visit. He's not originally, but he does end up there sort of off track. So we're following that storyline and following he and CJ it throughout their little excavate. Yes, off track so, is one way to put it. Yeah, so <laughs> that's happening. At the same time, things are going very, very wrong for Josh. Oh, There's a lot going on uh, back at the White House with some votes and just different legislative things happening that Josh is not a part of. Yeah. Um, so, and there, there are just different storylines that are sort of going along with that. So that's a big thing. And those are really, I mean, there are some small storylines. Yeah. Like there's not. Albanians are declaring war. Like there are little things, but those are ton, the big things. Really. Yeah. There's not a ton going on in this one. So. Yeah. But they're not big storyline. Yeah. It's not worthy of the TikTok. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it, folks. And I yeah. know what you're thinking. Why would that be so polarizing? I don't know. Well, I kind of know why. But it is. Because I ask people, 
you know, it's it seems to be a polarizing episode for, for some. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of season five is, really. Yeah. That's fair. But this yeah. what what did you what was your take on this? And and why do you think it's I, so hotly contested? I I'm not sure why it's so hotly contested because it I mean I I, I think season five in general is and because I've just seen people who feel so strongly about it being so bad. And I see other people who are kind of like, okay, but it's not that bad. Like, it's still the West, you know, like, it's still a good show. Uh, So I think just the nature of it makes it hotly contested. And then I personally, I thought it was fine. I thought it was sort of mediocre down the middle. I thought some things were really weird and didn't work. And I thought it was subpar. I mean, it's not up to my West Wing standards from earlier seasons. But I don't hate it. I don't, you know, I'm not actively against it. <laughs> yeah. it. You know what I, I tried to put words to it is that I feel like season five is not bad. Aside from, you know, some people might argue that certain episodes are. <laughs> it's painful. There just seems yeah. to be a lot more well, pain and a lot less levity. So yeah, we're not getting the yeah, humor to balance it out. And there's just a lot of, like things that people have to grieve over you know so we've got zoe and then you know a lot of political losses so um i think that's more of the problem but people definitely have problems with this episode because of what choices certain characters make oh hmm, i'm interested to hear that i haven't gotten a chance to catch up on the the tweets and everything but i would say i would say season five is not bad it's just worse than other seasons. I think it's the worst season of the West Wing. If you had to pick a worst season of the West Wing, I think season five is it. Um, so, but I think it's the thing, and we talk about this a lot, the thing that makes it so difficult is that, like, there are, there's so much of the West Wing that's so good that when you have things that are just not as good, it's easy to be like, this is terrible. But if you were to watch it on its own, especially in comparison to other shows that are happening <laughs> currently on TV, it's not bad. So... I don't know. It's just interesting. It is super interesting to me, though, that how differently people feel about the whole season. So, I mean, fun discussion. I will give I will give a direct quote from Twitter okay. since we're we're talking about it, and then we can kind of dive oh, yeah. in. But um, and if you, yeah, I love it when people are really passionate about these episodes. It's the best. Um, this person, who was it? Uh, Tom Armbruster said that. Um, Long Goodbye is the worst of the Sorkin era episodes because he didn't write it. And he said Disaster Relief is series worst. So that's huh. that's one thing. Um, wow. Some people, let's see. Let's see. The Long Goodbye. Oh, this is my favorite one. Thomas Humphreys said, uh, I said, yeah, yeah or nay. And he said, nay. The Long Goodbye is the Mandy of episodes. Access is the runner-up. <laughs> the Ryan Pierce of episodes. <laughs> And that's, that's why really I love great. Twitter and why you guys should all be on it. So <laughs> yes. that's really funny. I would agree. The long goodbye is, has got to be. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, that, it's, uh, well, yeah, if you guys well, don't know what we think about it, just go back and listen to our episode of it. <laughs> oh, wait. Just kidding. Okay. So, okay. So Bartley goes to Oklahoma and at first it wasn't in the cards for him to go. They were going to just mm-hmm. staff it out to the VP and it was actually CJ's idea that he would go. Right. 
and that kind of backfired on Miss Claudia Jean because he makes it an overnight trip instead of a quick little stop by. And yeah, I mean, you imagine how many secretaries he has just to keep his day scheduled. And then if you push things back by, you know, oh, 20, what, 23 hours, 24 hours, and it's just chaos. I mean, Leo's, Mm -hmm. I feel like the last several episodes, Leo is just trying to keep everything together. I mean, I I guess that's kind of his job, really, but it does seem (laughs) more so like he is just... More so like by the freight. Yeah. He's reached the end of his rope kind of feeling. Totally. Yeah. Uh, So, (laughs) what did you... And then at the end, we got CJ... I mean, obviously, like, she can't get him to leave, and she finally has to stand up to him and say, like, hey... I really need you to be our leader. I mean, just the fact that she would go toe-to-toe with him. I feel like there were a lot of difficult conversations in this episode in particular. She said that, I need you back. I need you to lead. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah, I like that line. It's the the performances in this episode are amazing. I mean, it may whether yeah. or not you like the storyline and the fact that mm-hmm. you, you honestly think Bartlett would... It didn't... Did it seem out of character to you that he would just suddenly decide to stay a whole night? I can't. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just think I just think he has that those kind of quirks. I think if anybody was out of character, I like sort of felt like Leo was and maybe a little bit Josh, but I could totally see the president being like, especially because he's still rattled from the Zoe thing. Like I think we're still seeing sort of the side effects of him being in this I don't know, in this tornado of emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that he Good is just, he's just still reeling from everything. And I think this knee-jerk reaction to go here and at least, he said he has that line about, I feel as if I did more good in the last 24 hours than the last 24 months. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. So it doesn't seem that out of character because he's totally the kind of person who would go off on a almost a tangent like this. Uh, yeah. It's a huge tangent and it's hard. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to feel like as a, as a person, you know, he's, he has to be a machine so much, you know, he, right. ha- he is, he is a function of his own office and the, yeah. the chance for him to get to really connect with people on a human level, right. you know, and really exp- and be empathetic with people. That has to be the, one of the most rewarding parts of the job. So you can't blame him yeah. for wanting to do that, but right. And I thought it was strange that, we talked about it a little bit, but I thought it was strange that nobody wanted him to go. I mean, 27 people dead, that was at least the first count. It could have gotten higher than that. There were 50 people missing. Like, that was CJ's first brief, or those are the first numbers we heard. And so if you think about that in real life, like, anytime there's a natural disaster like that, I would expect the president at some point afterwards to visit there. Yeah. I think that that's pretty... It's sort of standard. I mean, maybe that's just a recent thing with as much immediate coverage as yeah. there is. I don't know. He he definitely should have gone because, yeah. I mean, if they had given it to Bingo Bob, then he would have, so far, people have no reason not to like him. So yeah. it would definitely hurt uh, the election in the long run. So anyway. Yeah, and I understand not going, maybe not going the day after because, you know, they're making good points about, I mean, they need their police officers and they need to get back 
on track, but I think at some point he would have gone. So yeah. That was a little odd, but. And taking up 50 of their hotel rooms inst- instead of yeah. the people that just lost their homes. Like, that's a pretty, right. it's a pretty compelling right. argument. Um, but what, okay, let's just talk about the mic drop moment that we've got, uh, Barlet's hanging up on Leo. Like, what? In, in, yeah. in what world, really? Yeah. What's going? What is happening to our yeah, people? I just, I just agree. I, I, yeah, I mean, I just felt like I did feel like everyone was just slightly out of character, which is funny because that's what I—that's the praise I gave it at yeah. the beginning was saying everyone's still in character. But I didn't feel like that here. I, I just thought, and it's tiny things like that, and like the way, just the way Leo's handling everything. I know things are falling apart, but we've seen things fall apart before, and he's never been so so and, abrasive with his own team yeah let's let's pivot to talk about josh then because yeah i get it it's a huge loss the fact that they they lost carrick on the vote they lost him right. as a part of their party that's a big mm-hmm. deal but big deal. i don't that's that's what happens sometimes like you can't actually yeah. control what people do well and you just yeah, and, and I get it. It's a, it's a huge loss, you know. A few weeks ago, I had a big mess up at work, and I had to have, like, a sit-down talk with my boss. Like, Josh had to have a Leo. And obviously, my job is nowhere near the scale that Josh's is. But I get that Josh would be down about it, and I get I get this sort of slump he's in. At the same time, though, Josh is just so – he's so the type of character that would bounce back quickly. He, he, he wouldn't have – I don't see him making it this far – in his career without, I mean, you're going to have some losses and you have to learn to deal with them. And I just, I don't know. I just don't know that I bought the extreme slump Yeah, he's in because of it. I mean, like, Donna goes to meet him outside of the office. I mean. I thought that was great, oh, though. This It was a little weird, like, with CJ's voiceover, but I it, liked them, like, It was a little weird. Him. I kind of, like, obviously this is not a rewatcher for me that often. I don't even right. know if I've rewatched it more than once. But. I thought, is, is CJ going to narrate this episode? Which I wasn't unhappy about. I think that that would be a delightful turn of events. But, yeah, yeah it Just set odd. it up kind of in a strange <laughs> way. But Donna right. is an MVP in in her own right in this episode for, like, if anybody's character was on point, it was Donna in this episode. I agree with that. I loved the little... Uh, you know, she's trying to make up for the reason why she's outside. She says that she's got a crush on the cappuccino man, which is cute. Yeah, that was cute. And, I mean, it's, but the, the like we were saying, the punishment of Josh from Leo is just so severe. I mean, they're, they're basically castrating right. him. They're saying, yeah, you still have your right. title, you still have your staff, but we're gonna, you know lessen your portfolio but like what is what is what have they left him with you know like how far can he reach yeah. and well and is there no reaction to 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 Carrick himself I just don't I can't imagine somebody switching parties and the immediate downfall is on the person who sort of pushed him over the edge and not the person who's switching right. parties I just don't I don't understand that we don't see any of that backlash and reaction I, th- I just think that's, I don't know. I get it. He screwed up. But what, Carrick just gets to wander over to the other side and not nobody is mad at him? Nobody cares yeah, about that? Like at you some know? point, the, the straw was going to break the camel's back. 
you know? Right. So it just happens right. to be exactly. that way. Like, we're really blaming Josh this much. Clearly, if he can just up and switch parties, he was already halfway there. And we knew that because he voted with the Republicans however much, you know? So, yeah. Uh, the more we pick apart this episode, it's painful. the more I'm like, maybe I didn't I like know. It. And yeah. then, to make matters worse, like, you kind of think that they're just going to pass some of Josh's stuff on to Toby because Toby's been yeah. briefed on this and that, and so Toby's going to sit in on the meeting, and Josh isn't going to. Well, and Toby's been wanting exactly. to do more. He's been wanting to influence policy more. And so you kind of think that's where it's going, but then they both kind of get taken aback when they're going to bring in Angela Blake for for these negotiations and she's like a fundraiser yeah. you know a, like a pollster yeah. i thought i think we've seen her for polling so. before yeah so yeah that just puts yeah that that felt way too severe for me although toby sticking up for josh and toby trying to keep him from walking into leo's that, office i thought that was toby through yeah. and through i thought that was a perfectly in Donna character and toby. him trying to mm-hmm. Him being like, I'll take it. I'll take the paper in or whatever yeah. it was. I thought that was so protective and, but not overboard. You know, he wasn't being overly emotional. He's just like, no, you stay Yeah, here. that was. Maybe you don't go in there. <laughs> yeah, just go down the hallway. I'll I'll take care of it. I'm going to see Leo later. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, right. that was definitely a sweet moment. But definitely second to Donna Moss. Just let's give a, a slow clap and a, and a fast clap to Donna Moss. For arranging for the intern to go and meet Josh for dinner because she knew that that guy was probably going to cancel on him and didn't want him to look like. Yeah. She should get a raise just for that. Honestly. That was was pretty amazing. Anticipating me. Yeah. I thought that was great. Top of her special skills. So. Yes. I thought that was great. And it's the one time that intern Ryan actually like served a purpose. Yeah. Maybe not one time. And he, like, wasn't annoyed. Yeah. He sat down and he was fine. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. He did well. Oh. And honestly, Bradley Whitford yeah. in this episode, I mean, when is he not good? I There's not yeah. an episode where I would right. say that. But this, he's so good in this episode. No, He's so good. As much as I don't love the sort of in a slump mm-hmm. Josh, I think that Bradley Whitford played it so well. He played what was written exactly. so well. I thought it was... You know, he's not really moping, but he's just, he's just ever so slightly subdued. He's just a little quiet and a little He's trying to, yeah, he's wounded. He's trying to navigate his footing in light of all of this. Right. And Mm -hmm. I honestly, I don't like the whole getting out of a cab and start screaming at the hill thing. Oh, yeah. That just felt, I mean, he did it well, and I, it wasn't that I didn't believe him. He, he was fine. Right. It was just the fact that it happened at all. It just felt awkward it's to It's just watch. like the cheesy America when, when they're all sitting on the porch steps. <laughs> it's just like, it's too, it's too if much. He, but I mean, if he yeah, drunk or he something. did great and it was shot. You know what I mean? It was shot yeah, cool. It yeah. Looked, it it looks fine. Like it looked visually, it was cool. Like when the shot of him in the foreground and, you know, the back of him in the foreground and the capitals in the background, it was cool, but... The actual acting, I mean, the acting was great, and the visually it was cool, but it was just an awkward, cheesy moment. I don't even know if cheesy is the right word. It's just a little awkward. Yeah, it just, it yeah. felt so, ex- I felt like the lead up to it wasn't, didn't, like, if he, if he had been alone, I would never do that in front of an intern, even at my lowest, I don't no. think. 
Yeah. Or if he had been drinking a lot, that would make more sense to me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that would okay. make a little more you know, sense. Maybe they maybe they had a scene. Maybe somebody who's got the box set can tell us if they had a deleted scene where he and Ryan get choiced well, and everybody gets fired and then they go yelling at the hill. Also, yeah. And also, I would have liked him. I don't know. Like, I feel like he's battling with Leo a lot. And, like, I get that Leo is sort of speaking on behalf of Congress at this point. Like, he's having to dole out punishment because Congress is so upset. And I get that. But him yelling at the Capitol, because Leo has been the vessel for that anger, him then yelling at the Capitol, you're sort of like, well, I don't know. It feels like a disconnect a little bit because we haven't seen anybody really from there causing the trouble. Like, Leo is the one who's sitting in his office yelling at him. When Leo says, no one wants you here, I just wanted to slap him across the face. Yeah. Well, I don't... He, he, like, yells, no one wants you here at Josh. And, and I'm sh- he's talking about yeah, Congress, I yeah. guess, but he does not clarify. That. I mean, we're assuming he's talking about Congress, but he still yells it, and he could have said, he could have clarified, like, I mean, we want you here. <laughs> you know, like, there was nothing. There was yeah, no consolation. Really, really all he said was at the beginning when he said that we're all just trying to move forward. But it right. just felt like that. Watching Josh get benched is not yeah. fun. So. <laughs> no. I guess it was necessary for... It's not fun. It's a bummer because it's not like he screwed up in the sense that, like, he forgot to do something or he... No, he called the best player I don't know. Like, he just followed his gut. Like, he... he, Yeah, he called it the best he could. And, like, that's why you keep him around. Like, people are going to mess up. It's not like it was blatant negligence or inability that made it happen. Yeah, I and I know. liked how Toby even brought that up to Leo when we, when he finds out that Angela Blake is going to be brought on board. And then Toby says, like, is this how it's going to be? Like, is it is it is it, like, my way or the highway or you screw up once? And he said yeah. the same thing. Like, we've all messed up. So, I mean, yeah, yeah Toby yeah. And, and Donna felt like... Yeah, it's just weird. Steady. Don't like there being so much conflict in There's the White House. There's been a lot more conflict. But, and Leo... Leo yelling at CJ about, I get that it was CJ's idea for him to go there, and I, whatever, that's fine, but Leo knows better than anybody that you cannot tell the president to do anything if he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Like, you can tell him, but CJ couldn't make him come back. I mean, she, she ended up that she did, but that just bugged me, because obviously CJ knew it was a problem, and she was working to fix it, so, I don't know. I don't know. Also... Can we talk about how weird, though, all of the shots were pretty much when he's in Oklahoma? Like, no, outside, it the felt filter like we were... of it. Like, oh, what? It's yes. like they put it through an Instagram filter. What? Somebody else did tweet A about really, that. really, really bad one. Yeah, somebody else tweeted oh. about that, too. Let me see what it was. Terrible. I, yeah, I remembered it. Before we even started this episode, I was like, I, I remember that this was the one where they went to Oklahoma, and I was like, this is the one where they have the yeah, terrible the color, color correction on all of those the shots. color correction on the Oklahoma oh, parts terrible. is awful awful it's so terrible. so jarring honestly it's so not west Wing. i didn't mind it personally like i it was super noticeable so i don't i don't well, know that that's what yeah. you're really going for but maybe it was i don't know but i was also thinking i, I was thinking about the color you. correction and the fact that this had to be a super expensive episode because you've got like yeah. anytime you have a disaster site that you have to set up like just staging all of that and the props and well 
Or there was the one really wide shot when they're looking at where the they're talking about like a Safeway right. plant or something used to be there, and they take that they make that one huge panning yeah. shot up and like to show the disaster. That was terrible. I thought it was terrible, and that's like green screened all the way back. It was just it just felt so not West Wing, and I I yeah I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, it's funny because they don't normally oh. show like a lot of the things that happen on the show we don't normally see. You know, they're reference. Right, exactly. And I think that works yeah. for it. Like, huge things usually happen off camera. But. Things that would be awkward to show. Or, like, hard to show. It's just easier to have them happen off camera. Any kind of disaster or anything. Well, at least so, Bartley didn't go, like, storm-chasing, like, Twister or anything. You know, we don't see him, like, let's <laughs> yeah, go I after guess. it. And then cursing Twister for. <sighs> I mean, and it's fun seeing him interact with people. But even, like, he was talking to that old man in that mm-hmm. gym. And he wasn't even really saying much. He was just like listening to him. That was it was Yeah, uh, so we didn't I don't know. we didn't it even get the like, oh, we love Bartlett because he has such good compassionate things to say. You know, like we didn't get the goodness yeah. of that. And even in the moment right. he's talking to um the school bus driver, the volunteer the Red Cross volunteer mm-hmm. as she's like washing dishes and you know, they bring up like this incredible existential question it's like the problem of pain and like where is god in pain and suffering it's a huge question to play humanity and i would kind of like to hear bartlett's response to that just because we know he is yeah i thought so like devout but also very human you right. know and maybe it wouldn't have been appropriate in that moment like sometimes silence is more appropriate but it's such yeah. a big question that I, I was, thought she was like more poignant in that moment than yeah. he was in their whole conversation. I thought she was like deeper, not deeper, but I don't know. It, it and that felt a little out of character for Bartlett because he's so well spoken and he's so I don't know. And that was the whole reason he was there. That was the whole thing he liked doing. But maybe he's just so really. It feels like you're here still being yeah. Maybe well, but, you're not but maybe he is just really depleted, and he's really there to yeah. kind of feed off of it. And he even says that later. In but in the opposite direction, he says to CJ, like, "What do you think this was a personal indulgence to go here?" And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah it 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 was." And it's not a bad thing to want to do, but it was. Yeah, the only thing that's crazy to me is that I feel like, you know, CJ's been dealing with this storyline of, like, who are we? Who, like, what are we even doing here? And she gets her way with this. Like, this is the thing, this is a more in-character thing for this presidency that she would want to happen. Like, we're caring about people, we're doing the right thing. And then it turns out so badly. And I just don't like that. I I don't know. I wish that it would have gone better and CJ could have stood by it and felt like, all right, we're getting back on track. This is what we should have done. Yeah. This was well, good. you know, anytime, so, of, it was just anytime a, a president digs his heels in and you can't get the wheels up on Air Force One, it's like, well, I guess this is what we're doing now. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, we've got uh, the VP talking about propagating. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was nice yeah, that, that was, stood up for I... us, you know. But yeah. we do get a little bit of the bingo and the bingo pop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's starting to come out. I don't know. What else? John Locke was in this episode. Yeah. Terry O'Quinn from Lost. I mean, it's John Locke yeah. from Lost, but it's Terry O'Quinn. I always, I think he's an incredible <laughs> actor as well. So it's always fun when he's there. Although it was strange that yeah. Fitz Wallace was not there. 
Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with that. And what else? Charlie was playing an obscure Italian card game. You know, that's yeah. fun. Is that a real thing? Have you guys ever played that Italian card game? I've never heard Maybe of we that. should look it up on the internet and then play it at ATX and just really, like, lean yeah. into all the nerddom right. that we have. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that... It's just pretty painful yeah, to watch. Yeah, there's not, there's not a ton. <laughs> Albania's at war with Greece, when, so you know. Yeah, but like, which like the, the tiniest mention of that, like, a, I don't know, that was weird. I liked when Josh said, when he writes his memoir, this will be the character building funny mm-hmm. part, and Donna said, I thought I was the character building funny part. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Donna's just still so Yeah, great, so. and there's a moment where like, uh, they're all talking about hope, and Josh just said like, what is that? <laughs> Yeah. Um, that was depressing. Yeah, the fact that it was seize, seize the day day and when, like, yeah. CJ pinches Toby. You know, there were little little moments, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It was, it was a better episode than I thought it was because I remember not liking it because I don't often rewatch it. I know it because I skip it. Yeah. <laughs> but their performances yeah. were really, really good. So Right. Like, it's still all my favorite people on screen, so... And Donna brings out the what a shame folder at the end. Like, mm-hmm. I think she could have just stopped <laughs> yeah. with the whole, like, arranging for Ryan to be there so Josh wouldn't be alone at dinner. That would have been enough. But then at the yeah. end, she brings out the yeah. what a shame folder... Of all the pet projects they didn't get to work on yet because they've been too busy, yeah. just to like give him something to do, and that just that that did right. feel like okay, that's a, the Aaron Sorkin one-two punch. Like here's a Paul Revere knife, and I'm proud of you or something, you know. So yeah, yeah, um, yes. Anyway, so yeah. Well, that leads me to Donna is my MVP. I think she was. <sighs> she too. was my original one, and then I said. Oh no. Well, then, but then I said Josh as well, and so I kind of said that they could share okay. it. They could okay. have havesies on Fair that. Enough. So, all right. Well, the next up is Separation of Powers season five. I just have not rewatched a ton, so honestly, I don't remember what happens yeah. in that. It'll be, it'll be. But fun. actually, our next episode will be. Uh, oh gosh, I can't even. Can't even think about it. The next episode is going to be from Austin, Texas, because this weekend there is going to be the reunion panel on Saturday. Um, Tommy Shlami will be there. Aaron, can we just stop and and pause and remember that Aaron Sorkin himself is going to be there? I think I keep forgetting that. Yeah. Um, Bradley Whitford, too. I'm sort of trying to forget about it because he terrifies me. I know, me too. Somebody else on Twitter said... Like, in the best way possible. Somebody else on Twitter said that we needed to get John Wells and Aaron Sorkin and Tommy Schlamy. And I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure we can't formulate coherent sentences in their collective presence. No. So no, no. No. I'm not really aiming for that, guys. Just I'll leave that yeah. one to Josh Molina. Just leave that on the table. Yeah, they can tackle that yeah. for us. Um, and so. we've got interviews with three cast members and so those will I can't talk those about will all be coming your way uh soon so there's gonna be kind of a, a brief Some point. break in the rewatch of season five but i think it's gonna be stuff that you guys yeah. love so if you have any questions for uh melissa fitzgerald carol super excited for that one uh Dulé yes. hill uh <laughs> charlie and richard schiff if you have questions for toby 
Now is the time, my friends, to send them to us at thewestwingpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll talk to you from Texas. Buck- buckle up. See you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.